right. Welcome to Comic Chat number 61. I am your host, Glendon McGee. I'm a 10-year comic from the Phoenix, Arizona area. I'm originally uh, from Compton, California. Um, Today's date is Tuesday, December 21st, 2021. It seems like uh, December is getting the hell out of here very nicely. And we are getting ready to uh, welcome a new year. Um, Christmas is this Saturday. And uh, if you believe in that, then I hope you have a uh, beautiful, harmonious, glorious, marvelous Christmas day. Uh, I don't intend on doing anything for Christmas. I uh, don't really believe in Christmas anymore. The spirit of Christmas left when I uh, grew hair on my nuts. Um, Yeah, before I get started, I just want to say thank you. I am extremely happy and tremendously grateful that you decided to spend your time with me this morning or whatever time of day you listen to this podcast. I just volunteer in the morning because it's uh, morning right now. Um, I just want to say thank you for uh, granting me some of your focus and attention and uh, I hope that you manifest all the things that you possibly can uh, desire and I may come to you in positivity, love and peace and uh, no conflict or negativity to follow with it. Thank you guys for just listening to me ramble on and on about the beauty of the spirit and very little about comedy, but I guess that's why I called it Comic Chat, because you're just going to hear me chatting for 30 minutes or so. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this podcast can be found on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and uh, Breaker. And also right here on this lovely platform called Anchor. There are 60 other episodes you can listen to. Uh, Episode number one is kind of funny because I was all high as fuck and nervous because I never uh, sat and talked to myself for like 30 minutes before. So I was totally, totally new. So it's kind of lackadaisical and lacked effort. So, yeah, I recommend you watch, uh, listen to that embarrassing episode (laughs) of of this podcast. Um, You can find me on Facebook, Glendon McGee. Also on IG, GM3 Comedy. That's GM, the number three, Comedy. On IG, our Instagram, for us that are over 35. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, man. I was being an idiot, you know, today. And I was saying that if you want a good girl, you have to wait until she's over 35. And uh, I'm finding this to be true because, you know, they they start to realize, I think that women start to realize that time is running out and that there are really that many men out here. So they really, or maybe they just get tired of their own bullshit and they finally just be like, you know what? I don't have time for my shit. I better just stop tripping and then be with this motherfucker because uh, I'm getting up there. But... That was just something that I uh, 
I thought to myself this morning, um, yeah, this is crazy, man. This NFL was on yesterday, and usually I don't get the Monday night game because I don't have ESPN, so it was cool to to get it, but I'm starting to learn that, or I'm starting to see that I really don't care about the NFL because if I'm not watching a game with anybody and I lay down, there's a good chance that I'm going to go to sleep for two quarters. <laughs> And I know it was the Bears and Vikings, which was like, you know, not the most intriguing matchup. But I don't really care who it is. I don't think I'm really that entertained by the the, the NFL anymore. I think that I, I've grown out of sports because I haven't really watched one NF, NBA game this year either. There was one on uh, a couple weeks ago and I was out doing a show and it was on at the show, and I just didn't give a shit about it. But I guess it's because, you know, that uh, energy was first introduced to me as a child, and I guess I've grown out of it now, and I'm kind of like a bore. I'm starting to um, become like this jazz nut writer. <laughs> I'm always writing. Matter of fact, I'm coming out with a uh, sketch. Uh, I'm not going to you know, put a date on it, but I am currently writing a sketch called McGee X. It's a character I created and my pseudonym as a writer. So there's going to be episodes of McGee X sketches as soon as I uh, write them and then find a cameraman and I'll try to write for, um, I'll try to write for less complicated locations because that part is really the uh, taxing part, especially if you have multiple people who are in the sketch. You want to make that place that you're shooting easily accessible to everyone in the sketch because if they have to go out of their way, they may not be motivated to finish the project. So McGee X sketches, uh, the first episode I have is called uh, No more white rice because he's like a uh, overly militant character it's like a over the top militant dude but he's militant about silly shit so the first episode is going to be called no more uh white rice and basically he finds out that brown rice is better and then like rice naturally comes out of the ground uh brown so he goes into the kitchen and he calls out the bo- the box of white rice that he has in his cabinet and he's like grilling it for for a couple minutes or whatever. So it should be it should be a, a fun sketch. I wrote the first draft, so I have to rewrite it. I think I'm gonna rewrite it two more times and then I will start uh, working on how to shoot it and. You know, and then give it to you guys so that you can see it. So, yeah, that happened uh, earlier this week. Uh, That happened, or maybe last week. I don't even remember. Man, so many days are, like, melded together and going by so fast that I really don't even remember. And my mind is on so many different things that I really don't focus. (laughs) Ah, man. But it, no, it seems like I don't focus, but I think I do a, a good job of focusing. Um, which brings me to 
my first topic up focus on the finish line not the race course and this was something I was supposed to talk about last week but I got in on like some other shit last week and I think you guys are still uh, watching the hell out of that episode but yeah focus on the finish line not the race course focus on basically it's a tricky way of saying focus on what you desire not what it takes to get there because then if you think about what it takes to get there you're going to think about the resources you don't have and it's going to be easy for you to talk yourself or allow your ego to talk you out of believing that you can achieve that dream or goal or whatever it is you set for yourself so focus on the finish line not the race course because i do like 1500 push-ups it's like over 1500 push-ups but it's easy for me i do it in like under two hours because i don't focus on oh man i have 1500 push-ups to do I just say to myself when I get up and I say my prayers and do my affirmations, whatever, and then I go, all right, time to get these push-ups out the way. And then I just do them. I barely even count them. And sometimes I lose count because I'm so focused on after I'm done with the push-ups, what I'm going to do and you know how I'm going to feel and uh, how the day is going to go that I kind of forget that I'm even doing push-ups. So... Focus on the finish line, not the whole race course, because there's a higher chance of success because your mind is trained to listen to your ego because we don't take enough time to like meditate or just sit quietly and listen to how we feel on the inside. And that's what creates our outside is how we feel on the inside. And since we don't have time to sit quietly, because some of us have jobs and kids and other distractions, you know, just just focus on how your life is going to be after you accomplish that goal. Because if you focus on all the stuff, oh man, I have to go to work, oh man, I don't have enough money, oh man, I, I got bills, I got kids could eat clothes and all this shit you're just gonna confuse yourself and then defeat the whole purpose within you to even go after whatever it is that you desire so focus on the goal at hand focus on you being at the top of whatever it is you're trying to get to like i focus on being a top level comic not Oh man, I gotta write these jokes. Oh man, this this shit is too hard. Oh, I don't know if I can get time today. I'm only getting five minutes everywhere I go. These are these are things that I used to focus on and it used to like deter me. But now I just focus on I'm gonna have if I ever get the chance to do an hour, it's going to be the dopest hour that anybody has ever heard because I'm preparing myself for that hour because I know that hour is coming. I'm not thinking about how many people are blocking me, how many people are not booking me, how many people are not talking to me, how many friends I don't have, uh, how the reason the reason why I can't do bringer shows is because I don't have supporters. I'm not like 
pushing myself like crazy for content on Instagram because it's, it's not about any of, of that. It's just for me, it's just about being the funniest I can be. If you catch me and I'm funny to you, then that's worth everything in the world. It used to be about like having 300,000 motherfuckers sitting in front of me and me showing my ass and, you know, then taking a bow and walking off to some dope ass music. That used to be the, the, the dream for me. But as I've grown in this stand-up, it's just about crafting that next joke that makes the whole, like, room explode. Because people leave your shows. If you do well, people leave and they talk. They may not even think that you're a big time, but if you've made an impact on them, they're going to remember your name and they're going to tell other people that they saw you. And then you just keep working and you never know when you reach that finish line. Some of those people that heard about you way back might just end up at your shows because they heard about you from some person that came to a bar show that you were at. So focus on the finish line, not the race course. Also, uh, man, it kind of goes hand in hand. I didn't even know that I kind of combine these two topics embrace your your flaws and I know I I talk about this a lot because stand-up is vulnerability stand-up is about being fearless stand-up is like skydiving or standing naked in a room of people without covering your crotch you gotta just hang out there and hope that the crowd likes what they see and what they're hearing. So you have to embrace every fucked up part about you. Because everything that you feel insecure about or fucked up about can be an area area to discuss on stage. Those are things, your flaws are things you can make fun of. Because we all have them. And sometimes, or most of the time, when you can make fun of your flaws... It, uh, it causes you to seem more attractive. Like, I don't saturate my sets with my legs because I have cerebral palsy and I, like, I don't walk like everybody else. You know, I'm, I'm kind of pigeon-toed or bow-legged or whatever the hell you want to call it. To me, it's normal, but, you know, people who aren't like that, they have to have a special name for them to understand shit. I don't, I don't, I don't know how that, why that is, but it just seems to be that way. But... Your flaws, everything that you think terrible about yourself or you don't like about yourself that you can change or you're just too lazy to change or even the things that you have no choice in can be an area to talk about when you're up there on stage. Especially if you're comfortable and you already made peace with the fact that it's always going to be like that. and Then you can really expand on that subject itself and how it makes you feel and what makes it funny to you and and you can write that down and turn it into some some gold because you notice there's a lot of fat comics out there you can name like fat comics that were just like overweight but funny because they embraced the fact that they was fat the Vail Crawford was one of my favorite comics that did that then he slimmed down. He's still funny, 
but when he was like super fat, you can hear that nigga wheezing into the microphone and shit. He was mad. That dude was hilarious. I always talk about that joke about him being on a jet ski. And that joke is hilarious as fuck. I can't find it anywhere on the internet, but I've heard, I heard it on TV. And it was one of the funniest things I ever heard. Talking about being a fat dude on a jet ski and then the jet ski uh, stopping in the middle of the fucking ocean. And then them having to rescue his big ass off the fucking uh, water. And they have to take him and the jet ski at the same time and how complicated it was to rescue his fat ass and how he looked like a whale and shit that was in trouble it was fucking crazy like it was a funny ass joke so the point is like your flaws are bullets for your comedy gun you shouldn't run away from the things that you don't like about yourself because you are taking weapons away from yourself that's the, the, the number one thing is to be comfortable. Well, I say the number two thing because the number one thing is to have fun. The number two thing is to get comfortable with yourself and with your audience. And the number one, the number one way to get comfortable with your audience is to get comfortable with yourself first. So you have to get out of your own head and stop thinking all the negative thoughts. Oh man, this shirt is stupid. Oh man, I'm ugly, man. I'm not funny. They're not going to laugh at me. Those are, if those thoughts are in your head before you take the microphone, then you should expect to fail every single time because you are approaching the task with fear and you do not believe in yourself. So your life is going to reflect those feelings that you feel inside just because you don't say them don't mean that they don't exist. Because your thoughts are just as uh, powerful as your speech. And writing is just as powerful as your speech too. Everything we say creates our reality. So whenever you say I suck, you just put another brick in the I suck wall for your life. You're just going to look at something else. In your life that sucks because you just put that out there. So accept or embrace uh, your flaws. Um, also, this was something I was thinking about this morning too. I'm going to go all the way down to the bottom of the topic page because I wrote two of them this morning that were, I thought were cool. You can't take everybody with you on your journey to success or whatever it is that you see for yourself whatever future you desire for yourself everybody is not meant to go with you and sometimes when you try to take everybody with you it hurts you like Michael Bick was was able to bounce back from that whole dog shit. But it was all caused because he took some people with him that wasn't supposed to be on that journey with him in that part of his uh, existence. And like sometimes we can take the wrong energy with us, trying to carry everybody with us. Because sometimes we know that our friends are not suited for certain situations that are experiences that we create for ourselves in our lives 
but we'll try to have this person with us. And then they end up doing exactly what you expect them to do. They may not even intend to do it, but just because them and that experience are not uh, matched vibrationally, something happens because there's an imbalance. That person's energy does not belong and they are there. So it caused like a tragedy. Sometimes it's not that big. Sometimes they only harm themselves and you're there. Or sometimes somebody gets harmed and you are you harm someone. And it all be over. All the things that you build for yourself just be over in an instant because you brought the wrong person with you on your journey. This was like this topic was inspired by something I saw on Facebook uh, from Grant Hill. Because he was talking about, he was trying to instruct kids on uh, handling how to be rich young. Because that is a, that is like a, a tragedy every time. Like not, not every time, or maybe it is every time, but majority of the time we don't, we don't hear about most of the stories that are tragic. But things like Henry Ruggs III, that is, that is tragic. Just a, a young kid with too much money. Well, I can't say too much money because that's like saying the universe made a mistake. He uh, just made the wrong choices. And it just like, it's all over now. It's all over now. Hopefully he don't spend the rest of his life in jail, but he got to live the rest of his life knowing he killed somebody. Because he just didn't didn't think, but... I can't say he didn't think because when I was his age, I was probably just as dumb or even dumber. I just didn't have the ability to drive, but I probably would have destroyed myself, too, in another way. If I would have um, been granted with that type of uh, abundance and prosperity at that age. But it's just. It's just crazy. It's crazy how. Your one instant can change everything. And his was caused by itself. His was caused by itself. He, it wasn't even caused by, you know, taking the wrong person with him. It was caused by his own self. And it was probably things that he hadn't resolved within himself. Or not even checking past patterns. Because I think it had a lot to do with the way he was chilling in college. Because college is a place where everybody getting drunk. I remember when I was, I didn't even go to college, but I was spent some time at a college in Texas when I was like 19. And we was getting drunk every day. Like, we was getting drunk every day. Beer drunk or hard liquor drunk. We was drinking something. And it was heavy drinking. It wasn't no, oh, we just going to have a few drinks and, and chill out. No, it was weird. Finna. Somebody might have to uh, carry one of us home. Cause we finna get plastered, so I can understand him being alleviated. But just going out and driving, it probably was just some normal shit that he did in college, and he just didn't think. And now all of it is is gone. But like everybody is not meant to be with you, 
And sometimes you're not meant for certain things. Like I was telling a friend of mine that I think, like, when a football player or a star player of any sport has a career-ending injury, I think that's the universe trying to protect them from the lifestyle of the professional level of that sport or the professional degree of that sport because there's a lot of things that go into professional sports that us the fans the casual fans we don't even get to to know about because there has to be some uh some form of secrecy in order for us to be sucked into it that's the reason why we admire these basketball players because we're not around them 24 7 if we saw some of the stupid shit they say or did, we probably wouldn't even like the NBA. But that is just, um, it's like you, you, you can't take everybody with you. And sometimes you're not meant to experience uh, certain things. Because you never know. They might ask you to do some compromising shit that go against yourself. Like play below your talent level and you probably really care about the game and it's really just some entertainment shit and they need you to score less than 20 and you go out there and you score 40. (laughs) Now you in trouble with the fucking league and they up there making shit up about you and and now everybody's got this negative perception of you. You're some type of bad boy or bad influence and then kids are not gonna the parents are not gonna want their kids buying your shit and that kind of takes away streams of income because that's where the real money is in entertainment is endorsements selling things like i said before on the previous episode when you say you want to be a celebrity or you want to be famous you're just saying you want to be a well-known salesman because i look at like icy hot commercials and be like why do we buy shit from Shaq why do people buy shit from Shaq because of who he was like he's not that that force in the paint that he was during the the 90s and in the early 2000s he's he's old now he's just an analyst and you know he's collecting money and and he's and he's taking care of his family or whatever he's now no longer Superman or Shaq Diesel or whatever Nicknamed the Big Aristotle. <laughs> All those crazy nicknames he used to have for himself. He's he's not even that dude anymore. And, and we still trust him to tell us that Icy Hot is good for our joints and shit. When, when we start locking up for those who are over 35, which is like a, a dangerous time in life. Because your body really be like, fuck you if you don't, you know, take care of it. I'm blessed to not have that many aches and pains, but I have some. And uh, I don't listen to Shaq because uh, even if even if he was playing, I wouldn't listen to him because all he did was play with a basketball that don't give him licensing to give me life advice. <laughs> I shouldn't. Why should I listen to him? Because he could dunk that. That don't mean that he know what's the right uh, cereal for me to eat or the, the right hot dog for me to fucking try. Like fuck that dude. He he's just really good at basketball. I don't think I don't even, I never really got why they use these uh figures over us like that. But point of that whole topic was, you know, you can't take 
everybody with you because everybody not meant to go where you're going and their energy could throw things off and then negative things can happen. So protect your energy. Watch the people that you hang around because that's called resonance because if you're hanging around them and they're doing negative things, there's a good chance that you do some of the same negative things and that's why you are in resonance and that's why you guys are that close. Um, I think this is a, the last topic. Man, this is this went by pretty fast. I had a whole bunch of other topics too, but I just sometimes I just write a whole bunch of topics down because I don't know how long I'm going to talk about a specific topic, but sometimes I get carried away. <laughs> um, a closed heart cannot attract and what I mean by a closed heart is when people have carry around the the uh, mishaps or hold resentment towards their past and, and they refuse to let it go. That hardens your heart to new things because your belief is, is stuck. You think that this, the same things that happen that cause you to, to have the negative feelings that you're experiencing are always going to happen. And you program that into your thinking. And then once you program that into your thinking, it becomes your mentality. And once it becomes your mentality, it becomes your whole life experience. Like a lot of people, I like to talk about, I use relationships. A lot of people probably met the person that they were supposed to be with already. Especially if... uh they've been through a lot of traumatic like breakups and shit. A lot of people probably met the person that they were supposed to be with, but they was too traumatized and mad at past shit. Past relationships, past downfalls, past comments somebody made, and their heart was closed, and they, they probably turned that person down or didn't turn them down and just treated them real cruel and like the relationship was you know became very toxic and they no longer talk to that person it it happens so a closed heart cannot attract the only thing it can attract but it's not going to attract anything positive it's not going to attract anything beautiful it's just going to attract more bitterness anger you know fear self-doubt you know and it's going to create a lot of Things that you do not desire and it's going to manifest fast because we have the ability to manifest the things that we do not desire quicker than the things that we do desire because to create your to uh, attract your desires you have to increase your focus and that takes a lot of time that's why they try to consume us with a lot of things like work and then activities and then you have kids and you they have you have their activities and then your activities and then TV gets in the way. So that's what um, that is one of the main reasons why we cannot or we refuse to manifest the lives that we desire because we have all these distractions like sports and then media and then the internet and like fashion and, and going out and all that shit. It just distracts us from 
finding the true power that we hold within ourselves. So uh, keep your heart open. Don't hold resentment. If, if, if you're let down or if you allow yourself to be let down by another human being, take time to reflect on what really happened and don't just look at it from your side of the coin. Because all you're going to do is replay it over and over and over again. You're not going to ever figure it out. You're just going to continue to try to change it. And it cannot be changed. And that's just going to keep you frustrated. So don't allow yourself to do that shit, man. Don't allow yourself to get dragged into, you know, resentment and holding grudges and being mad at motherfuckers who don't even matter forever. Because you're only going to hold yourself back. We don't have the ability to affect each other's journey. We only can affect our own journey by the choices we make. And I know a lot of people are disappointed in Tyrone Woodley for getting knocked out by Jake Paul, but I think that shit was fake. I don't know why they keep allowing this dude to have these fake fights, and I don't even know why we keep buying them. I guess it's just the, the fact that they know it's in our nature to, to love violence because we're animals. But anyway, man, it's just retarded. I'm hoping Canelo Alvarez uh, fights somebody viable, man. Because he's just bouncing around from division to division, knocking out people, taking a belt. And it's just, uh, I don't, I want him to fight David Morrell Jr. David Morrell Jr. is a young prospect. He only has six fights, but... He won all of them, and I just saw him again on Saturday knock somebody out on Fox. It was, uh, he was in there with an undermatched dude. What was his name? Fox. I remember his last name was Fox. I don't remember his first name. I remember his brother was Michael Fox, and I seen him lose a fight that I thought he won on Fox like two months ago. But uh, hopefully Canelo will fight David Morrell Jr. in the future. And hopefully they ban Jake Paul from staging any more fights against black dudes. All it is is some fucking bullshit white supremacy pull. You know, that's why he's fighting people who just need money. It's like basically he paying black dudes to let him knock them out. And then we're like buying into it. Because we, we're dumb. We're like, we wear our fucking race as a badge of honor and most of us don't even like each other that's the like the stupidest shit (laughs) that that exists about race and that's why i make a lot of jokes about race because race is the dumbest shit that we have in our society um this has been comic chat number 61 uh i am your host glenn mcgee you can find me on facebook glendon mcgee you can find me on ig gm3 comedy that's gm the number three comedy i want to say thank you guys i am extremely happy and ceaselessly grateful and super excited for uh you to hear this episode and i i just desire for you to attract your desires and to live a life of positivity and to free yourself from all this propaganda and bullshit that the media pumps on to us because we don't know any better and We're just trapped in a cycle of suggested thinking. And 
I just desire for you to find a way to break the cycle in your own reality so that you can experience the life that you desire and you can stop being mad at other people in the past and shit that you can't even change anymore because we deserve uh, proper, uh, prosperous and happy and abundant lives. That is our birthright. It is written in our DNA to be happy. So I, that's what I desire for all of us. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, Radio Public, and Breaker. There's 60 other episodes right here on Anchor, too. After this one drops, you can check it out on Anchor. Uh, I just want to say that you guys are worthy of your dreams. You deserve happiness and success. Discover the power within yourself to be the best you every day. And you are worthy of everything you desire. And it's coming to you quickly, easily, and effortlessly because you deserve it. Therefore, it is yours and it is done. (laughs) Until next time, I love you and goodbye.